Welcome to Holistic Hearts, a place to dive deeper into living holistically, a place where my mom shares thoughts on living fully, creating intentionally, and empowering others to come along with her in this journey. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Holistic Hearts. I am Kristen and you guys, we are rounding out the month of, oh my gosh, March. <laughs> I almost said May, uh, March. And we have been talking a lot about wellness, about movement, and talking about all these things with something that I have discovered is monumental in my own journey in wellness. And I have a special guest today. It's Dr. Mallory Willis. And she is a pelvic floor physical therapist. And so first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Man. Okay. So why I wanted you on the show is because to me, I feel like this pivoted my whole uh, wellness plan because in my own personal experience, I'll share as much as I vulnerably can in this space, uh, it definitely was preventing me from exercising to the fullest capacity. And I really was seeking out help in this arena. Like I know there's other people out there that are, uh, working out and, uh, they pee when they jump or they go on the trampoline and they pee or (laughs) whatever. Like for me, it was, okay, I can do like two jumping jacks and then I'm just going to step out (laughs) because nobody needs me to pee my pants right now. Or I stopped running and I love running, but over the years between that and also realizing that my hip stuff was connected to all of that. And I had hip injuries and Um, really had to slow down my running, which I loved. And because of these hip things, and then I met Mallory and we started chatting and she was like, well, it's just all connected. And so (laughs) long story short is I love Dr. Mallory because she has really opened my eyes to how this can really impact and in a positive way um, as you get healing but I think from a whole gen- general statement, I feel like you need to talk about pelvic floor health and why it is important for us women. I love stories like this. It's been such an honor to work with you and help you out to get back to your goals. Yeah. And I love my job and it's very satisfying, but it's also sad and frustrating to see how many women and people in general, more women though, um, suffer from stuff like this without knowing that they can talk to someone about it and that there's help out there. That's not too complicated. What we do is literally physical therapy that includes like knowing what the whole body's doing in regards to your pelvic floor muscle function, Mm -hmm. which is the muscles that control our urinary, our bowel function, and they're part of our core. And leakage is a big symptom that's thrown around in our society as a joke of, you know, especially after you've had kids, just everyone has it. It's normal, wear pads, 
go to the bathroom 50 times before you work out. And it definitely doesn't have to be that way. And there's also a huge component of pain being in this area. It could be with intimacy with your partner, or it could be just like silent sufferers. It could be with your period. It could be tailbone pain, but all those muscles are very connected to our, they're literally in your pelvis and they have to function right for us to be able to pee and poop and run and laugh every day. I think it's becoming more well-known. I think there's this wave of women, especially that are sick of putting up with not getting answers and suffering. And they, they want to find the answer. They want to recover and they want to live their life. So that's just kind of where we step in and see what's going on, give the right exercises to help um, the issue and go forward. So, yeah, I love that. What you were saying of like, we joke about it, but it's actually really not funny at all that there's help for that. It's just been the norm for so long. And now that people are becoming more and more aware that there's actually help for that is huge. And I think why I was like, I want you on my show is because I guarantee you most of my listeners and my friends are in that zone of like, it's just a joke. And yet I hope that everyone hears this. Like, yes, you, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you hear that it's, you, you can get help and it doesn't have to be that way for the rest of your life. I want to um, pinpoint to you that you said, it's not necessarily if you've had children or not had children. I think that's really interesting mm-hmm. because I've never really heard that other people will suffer from like peeing while they work out or jump or whatever, um, unless they've had children until I started becoming more and more aware of it. And I actually do know somebody who has not had children and she was like, Oh yeah, I, I definitely pee every time I jump up and down when we do jumping jacks and that's mind blowing to me. So what would be some of the reasons why things get out of whack in your pelvic floor area? Yeah. And yeah, I totally, that is important to say. It's definitely not just with having children. Okay. So these muscles, they're connected to the front and the back of your pelvis. So sometimes just falling like on your tailbone, I've had a good amount of females that have just had some injuries like as children of like kind of slamming that area. Like one got kicked by a horse in her vaginal area. And it's not necessarily that one thing caused a bunch of trauma directly to the muscles, but the body or like, that's a very intimate area. Mm -hmm. And if anything happens that's traumatic or threatening, those muscles tighten up really hard and really fast. And then if this trauma is prolonged, So it could be sexual trauma. It could be medical trauma. It could just be living in a stressful environment. These muscles are very close to your nervous system function. And they're the first thing that tighten when we feel threatened. And more often than not, problems arise in these muscles from too much tightness or not enough movement in the muscles, not weakness. And that's where Hmm. kind of the Kegel... mm, I don't want to call it a myth, but like there's a place for Kegels, but a lot of people will get worse by doing Kegels because weakness is not their problem. And that's why it's important to have a professional be able to check exactly what's going on because we can guess all day, but 
if we can check the muscles and really assess them, then we know what's going on. But yeah, it can just be different physical injuries or trauma and stress in someone's life that kind of creates pelvic floor dysfunction. Okay. So, and I'm sure that there's going to be people who be like, well, what do you mean you check? <laughs> yes. No, that's a very good question. What does a typical exam look like for you? <laughs> yes. I will break it all down. Um, <laughs> it is a internal muscle assessment. We use one gloved finger. We stand or sit next to the table and you're usually covered up with a sheet. Um, we might need to look at the muscles at the opening, but otherwise we're looking and talking to the patient. And first we gently apply some pressure to test all the muscles. So it's like um, pressure testing. And I word it as we want to check two things. We're testing what muscles are tight or tender. And then we're testing how well your coordination is. So can you squeeze these muscles, but can you also relax them? Hmm. And we do that on the right and the left side. And then we get this map of the pelvic floor because it's shaped like a bowl. So it can be very different. And the side muscles are attached to your hips, which is why hip pain has a play um, in this area. Um, but yeah, it's there is no stirrups. There's no speculum. You're not at the end of the table. It's we our goal is to never, ever cause pain. So if pain's the primary symptom of a patient, there might be a few sessions we do external work before we go to internal because our goal is never to create a stressful env environment or pain with patients. And if you've been with a, a PT or a provider that's put you in those situations, then I would just encourage you to find a new one because there's good and bad uh, providers in every profession. Mm -hmm. um, and you should always you know, feel safe and like you're in control of the situation. So, yeah. And she does this very well. <laughs> I will just, <laughs> uh, okay. So you do the physical exam and then you work on the areas that are tighter or they need, um, like I know for when we have worked together is more of the breath work, like breathing into muscles that maybe are tighter than normal. And why is, why is breath work really important in this area? Yes. Two main reasons for that. We do a lot with breathing. Um, from a physical standpoint, your torso. So imagine your core, it's like a canister. The diaphragm is the lid which is your breathing muscle, and then your pelvic floor is the bottom. And when you breathe through just pressure changing, your diaphragm makes your pelvic floor move. So we use that to our advantage. I word it like we're using your breath like the back door because your brain's not controlling your pelvic floor right now. So we're going to use your breath to tell it what to do. Hmm. That's one reason. And then also the diaphragm moving helps your nervous system. It activates your vagus nerve, which helps your body go into that rest, digest, heal mode. And so if there's pain or trauma associated with this area, it helps the, the body know we're not in a threatening situation. Like it's okay to heal and to pay attention to this. Hmm. Um, and that can help a lot of things feel better. So, yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting because it's both doing 
the actual PT in the office and outside with exercises that you do at home. And yeah, the breath work is muy importante. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So I know you've touched on a little bit of, you know, it is an intimate area. And so I do, if you're comfortable, want to just dive in a little bit to just the sexual health. And, uh, I know that we've talked about before just how sad it can be that women are living in pain during sexual intercourse and that there is healing available to that. And I would just love to hear your thoughts with that, because I know that you have a passion for women and Christian women who are that silent suffering. So yeah, go ahead. That's a really good topic also. Yeah. I would say I have seen many, many young women that are newly married having a ton of pain with their usually first partner. And there's a huge, we never get anywhere until we talk about their like beliefs about that part of their body. And if it, if they were in an environment where they were told, you know, like, just keep it covered. It's like, keep it safe, protect, protect, protect. And then boom, all of a sudden you're married and you're supposed to just completely give yourself to this other person. These muscles don't respond that quickly. Mm -hmm. So that's that big, like psychological, emotional component that we can talk through. And, but yeah, women of any age, like intimacy, penetration should never be painful. And I, I mean that in a sexual standpoint, but also like, if you're someone that wants to use tampons, or having a regular pelvic exam, those should not be painful. So those are also signs of pelvic floor dysfunction. But from being able to have comfortable intimacy to also climax and pleasure, yes, there's a big psychological component. Our brain is our biggest sex organ, but these muscles being tight, not being connected to them, fearing pain, have a huge impact on your ability to connect with your partner as well. And that's something... I definitely work through with a lot of patients and sometimes it's as simple. I'll say as um, like, I've done a lot of sessions with husbands and teach them a little bit about their wife's muscles. Like, why does it hurt initially give them some techniques to do? Usually they respond so well to that because they're so afraid and they, they feel bad because they're causing pain, you know, for their Mm -hmm. wife. And so that's a really cool place to be, to teach them techniques they can work on together Sometimes there's a lot more complicated history that I'll work with. I'll really just take the lane of the muscle component and let them work with a sex counselor Yeah, mm-hmm. to dive into that. So there's a little bit of a blend I do, but I know that it, there's definitely some aspects that are out of a physical therapist's uh, league. So, yeah. yeah, that is so fascinating to me. I love how you bring in the psychological component to a degree, um, how it's just so wild, how our mind and our bodies and our spirit are all so connected mm-hmm. and that there is freedom in that. And I think that for many Christian women, they've just settled of like, well, this is just how it is. And I just won't ever climax and I won't ever really enjoy it. And Oh, that is so heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And to hear you say there's absolutely a way to come alongside and not only you 
help you, but help you and your partner. Like, I love that you work with the husband too. That's so fun Mm -hmm. and really Mm -hmm. connecting them in a tender way of, of being willing to work with each other. That's powerful. Thanks for that. Special place. Yes, it really is. I can see that for sure. What is in your practice and maybe in all of the circles that you know of with other pelvic floor therapists, physical therapists, what do you think is like the number one issue or opportunity for a woman to grow in this area? That's so hard to answer. (laughs) It's we, I see such a variety of issues, right? But I'd say overall, most patients' biggest problem are some type of tightness. The breath work changes everything. If we could not do internal work, we could still achieve a lot by helping them breathe differently because it will still signal those muscles. But the freedom, like women walk away from this treatment so empowered and at peace. And like, I think they just feel like they finally know they have hope, they have answers, they know their body better. They're just their quality of life lifts lifts and their confidence. It's so it's amazing to see. It's just directly so much tied to your emotional and mental health and well-being. So yeah, I would agree with that for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know you mentioned this at the beginning. You you talked a little bit about bowel dysfunction. Can you hit on why that is affected as well? Because like when you think of pelvic floor, you really just think of the vagina (laughs) and you kind of forget that the, like the sphincter muscle is included in that as well. And how does that play out for somebody who's got some dysfunction going on? Yes. Also, I love talking about this because you're right. A lot of people just think of vaginal, just think of Kegels, just think of urinary leakage. So I always say half the pelvic floor is behind the vagina, like it's through the (laughs) rectum. (laughs) And um, so mainly it's bowel issues could be two main categories, constipation or like urgency, frequency and leakage. There are some people in the pelvic pain category that get like rectal spasms too. So if it is warranted, not every patient needs a rectal exam, but I'm a huge proponent of it for, it's it's half the pelvic floor and those muscles can feel completely different through rectal opening versus vaginal opening. Hmm. Problem-wise, it can be the same idea. It's just a completely different area. Also, all the nerves that come out of your sacrum and innervate your pelvic floor that go forward to the front of the vagina are the origin is closer to the rectal opening. And I've had patients that have been to multiple PTs who didn't do rectal treatment and they didn't get better until we did rectal treatment. Vaginal wasn't helping or it was making them worse. So mm-hmm. it's just so important to check. Um, you know, I, I joke that it's no one's cup of tea, but it, I'm such an advocate for it because it can be so life-changing and it can be completely different than, than vaginal. And if there, you know, the other thing with rectal, there's an amount of coordination that your brain needs to have for having a bowel movement. And there's something called dyssynergia that is an issue when people think they're 
pooping, like when they're pushing, their muscles are actually tightening. And that can be a huge cause for constipation. And then they end up straining for years and years. And that can cause a bunch of other issues that I don't want to scare anybody with, but (laughs) it's just better for like constipation can be due to different things, some gut issues, food sensitivity. But if these muscles are too tight or you're not pushing correctly, then there's no way you're going to be able to poop correctly. So that's a lot of, that's something we always check for also. Oh, so fascinating. And I, I think you really opened my eyes to that of just, it really is both, both sides, the front Mm -hmm. and the back. And I mean, gosh, there's, there's just so much hope for people that are struggling with constipation or maybe they have upset stomachs or um, it's all correlated. And that's, what's so mind blowing to me of like, it affects so much of our daily life. And so if you live in Colorado Springs, a, you need to go find (laughs) Dr. Mallory. (laughs) If you live anywhere else, I'm sure we'll provide a link that you can find a very qualified, uh, pelvic floor, uh, physical therapist to, um, check out in your state. And, um, I, I would love to just end on this question is there something that you wish that you haven't already said that you wish every woman knew from all of your times of examinations and knowing women and pelvic floor health? What do you wish that they knew about their pelvic floor health? That's a hard question. I think if I summarized it, it would be two things you should know that there's a ton of muscles down there. It's not just two, uh, like tubes, like your vagina and your rectum are just tubes. They're surrounded by muscles and you don't have to suffer. And, you know, the, our medical system, we are so divided into specialties, having seen like a lot of specialists, if you've been suffering from chronic illnesses, don't let that be like, remember, everyone's in their little lane and they don't cross over the way things are these days. And so if your MD hasn't known about pelvic physical therapy, it's because they haven't been exposed to it. And it's not because it's a new field, but there's not a lot of PTs that do it still. But it's very behind in the research because in a predominantly male society, female research in this area just hasn't been funded as much. So that's coming. Like, I think we'll look back in 10 years and see huge, amazing outcomes with this type of treatment, but it's been around a long time. It's just, there's just not that many people. And so, yeah, don't lose hope. Know that you don't have to suffer. Mm, That's so good. Yes. You don't have to suffer. That's so good. We're going to end on that because (laughs) you don't have to suffer people. I just, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing just with your tenderness. You guys, she really is the greatest (laughs) physical therapist and um, just as heartwarming as she sounds. And so if you are here in Colorado Springs, I really encourage you to check her out. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate you. Oh, it was my pleasure. I am just so happy more women are going to get to hear that there's help out there. Thanks for listening to Holistic Hearts. 
as always, leave a review and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to find out more about my mom and all the things she is writing about, go to www.kristenfieldschadwick.com.